Hi, I'm Tom Spurs, and I have joined the family. Hi, I'm Aaron Murray, and I just joined the cast as if my legacy. Alongside every other person. Every single soul. Yeah. If you exist, you're going to be if, in Superman Legacy. If you Legacy. are a white male <laughs> under the age of 30, you are auditioning for Superman Legacy. Probably. And you know what? You just might get it. No, exactly. You just might. Because according to James Gunn, don't forget, it's it's all up in the air. Yeah. Didn't Which so, is probably a clue. Someone was like tweeting out on fucking their like a DC fake leaks account. Did you see this? Where it was like, <laughs> yes, Margot Robbie and James Gunn are fucking enemies. They, they want to cut each other's throats open. James Gunn was like, fuck you. <laughs> James Gunn was like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> James Gunn was like, was like, hey, um, can you stop like spreading like misinformation, please? And then the guy who runs this account was like, you know, yeah, um, I have been spreading lies. Like, <laughs> he like fucking stared into a mirror. He went, I am a bad person after all. <laughs> Like, you know, maybe you're right, James Gunn. Maybe I shouldn't be spreading lies online about how you and Margot Robbie, like, fucking hate each other and wish and you wish each other were dead. It's just the way James Gunn went about it. He's like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> fucking get out of my life. I mean, I love James Gunn for yeah, doing yeah. this. You know, for, like, saying, like, hey, like... He is playing Superman. Right now. <laughs> like, he's saving us for misinformation. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, I'm like, shouldn't you be, like, making a movie? <laughs> shouldn't you be, like, doing this? I, I just love that. I feel like this is the most fucking publicized movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, already. Every fucking stage of production, we get, like, paragraphs We know, like, But, like, we know nothing and everything at the same we, time. We know this movie started storyboarding. Yes. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> I want. I, all, I don't care until no, I see the all trailer. All I want to know are the castings, yeah. the trailer, and then I want to know when I'm going to be there in the fucking cinema. I don't give a shit that James Gunn has wrote the first mm. fucking word of the screenplay, <laughs> which is super. Yeah, yeah you know, I don't want to know that James Gunn fucking yeah. scratched his ass thinking about it today. <laughs> I don't care. James Gunn took a shit and he was like, you know what? <laughs> we need to really stop casting this. Yeah. Well, apparently there's fucking like fifth. There's going to be established DC heroes in it. Yes. So, cool. That's awesome. Who, who will it be? Mr. Terrific, apparently, is going to be in this. Okay. All five fans of him are going to have a field day. Do you think Batman will be in it? Potentially. Do you think they'll put a Blue Beetle in it? Fuck yeah. Think Shazam might even show up? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Zachary Levi's Shazam, Shazam will show up <laughs> just so Superman can fucking kill him. <laughs> God, yeah. <laughs> we're going back to Zack Snyder's Superman. No, it's just as it's just a James Gunn can just appear out of like a cupboard, <laughs> stab him repeatedly, go go and make some money somewhere else, yeah. fucking throw him out, and then we're like, this is this is the new DC. <laughs> Black Adam's next up in line. That's, it's stabbed. That's how the movie. No, the movie begins right. Mm. Fucking the cold open. Mm. It's Shazam walking out into the world. He's like, I'm I'm here. I'm ready to make a new Shazam movie. Then James Gunn fucking floats down in his fucking Homelander outfit. <laughs> Fuck you. Your movie made no money. Movie Get made, out. Your movie made nothing. Yeah. Go and sit with the fucking rejects like Batfleck, Henry Cavill. <laughs> <laughs> just go and sit over there and think about what the fuck you've done. Oh and he comes over with a gun and just starts fucking killing them all. <laughs> That's how Superman Legacy begins. That's how it begins. And then, and then we get the Warner Brothers logo. Yeah. Like, finally. And then it's like the logo of DC Universe. Fucking Zachary and his head's just placed on top of it. <laughs> Superman Legacy. Oh my well, god. In Superman Legacy news, though, we did get... Because, again, this isn't this isn't your regular movie. Mm-hmm. This is the most publicised movie of all time. Mm-hmm. We don't know who's rumoured to play it. We know exactly who the fuck is auditioned. <laughs> <laughs> We know who the fuck turned up to that room. <laughs> we know who said the fucking self tape. <laughs> and it, and the, it is so Nicholas Holt, mm-hmm. David Corn's Corny Sweat, Corn Corny Sweat. That's a horrible name. Corny Sweat <laughs> and Andrew Richardson. Mm. Apparently, all in the and Jacob Elordi, but I don't think he sent in a self tape in time. No, they're all in the mix to play Superman. Okay. Do you know who the fuck half of them are? Do you know, well, Jake, Jacob, who the fuck is David Corny Sweat? Jacob Elordi was in um, the kissing booth. Yeah, so um, so he's if you're at a euphoria. So I've seen both of those. Mm-hmm. 
fucking hate both of those. <laughs> so, no to him being Superman. I'd really rather not. Corrin Sweat is... I'm still trying to figure this out. Who the fuck is he? Nicholas Holt, though, is, is probably... Okay, I would say, and if we're ranking the most boring casting choices, mm. Tom Holland, mm-hmm. Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt, because at first, he was, he was rumoured to be... Um, like and I like that. I like that. I idea. thought that was cool. That yeah. was interesting after. Yeah, or yeah. like an interesting cast of choice. And it was like, but then they're like, no, no, it's Superman. It's like, oh, yeah. Mm. Get him. Get the guy who was in um, Renfield. He's he's a box office sell. <laughs> Can you imagine if um, James Gunn watched Renfield? Yeah, saw like... Renfield. I was like, that's Superman right there. <laughs> I just I I like Nicholas Hall. I really like him. I love him in um, The Great. And the favorite. And the favorite. Have you, have you watched The Great? Yeah. You're like one of the only people I think who's watched that show. I'm one of the five people who who watched and enjoyed mm. The Great. Episode two starts with a sex scene. Fucking love that shit. I don't trust you on that. I'm gonna say you lied to me. What that I, I've seen <laughs> that The Great. That you've seen it. I liked it. <laughs> it's a good show. Yeah. Do people don't like? Do people not uh, like The Great? It's not that people don't like it. They just don't know it exists. <laughs> It's a genuinely quite good show. Mm. Nicholas Holt's really good in it. Mm. So I, I, I mm. like the idea... You do not believe me. I, I like no. the idea of him being Superman. Yeah. But at the same time... I don't know. Maybe it's because my fucking brain is like... Just going, Paul Mescal, cast him in everything. Paul Mescal. <laughs> or like someone like that. Just just give me someone like... I don't think Paul Mescal wants to do those movies though. Wasn't he... Um, isn't he like the hot favourite? Oh, hot. That was a good pun. Uh, to play Human Torch. I think he was, but then I think he declined it. Yeah, because he's fucking based. Because he's like, no. <laughs> Human Torch. Oh, what the shit? I mean, like, tangent, but the fantastic forecasting is fucking strange. Like Mila Kunis is yeah. the thing. <laughs> now it's trying to be digs. So you got to love choice. the fucking you know, consistency going on here. I just, I don't... I don't know where the fuck Mila Kunis where came from. Where did that come from? Where the fuck? <laughs> well, so it's Adam Driver is like, he's like in. Okay, yeah, play... him, Jodie Comer's the favourite as well for Visible. Isn't Margot Robbie the favourite? Apparently Emma Stone just turned it down. Episode turned it down over, over pay. Yeah. So I think Margot Robbie was apparently, the, that's the one I've been seeing as but the I'm, favourite. But I'm like, would Margot Robbie want to do it? Yeah, because no. she's like Harley Quinn. And according to DC Leaks on, uh, on Twitter... <laughs> There's a pause in her contract. That's, that's true. That's true. If 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 James Gunn and Margot Robbie hate each other, Margot Robbie came to Marvel Studios and is like, I have a plan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need to take this, him this down. This is how take down DC. <laughs> you know what? I believe that that account, all all of those leaks are fake, but I believe that yeah. one is true because yeah. James Gunn directly said no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Marvel looked at their Guardians box office when fuck James Gunn was keeping us afloat. Quick, DC leak. Online, <laughs> how do we keep him around? <laughs> can, you, can you imagine the DC Elite guy is Kevin Feige? Like, <laughs> is it just them having beef? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it, so David, David, um, David Sweat. <laughs> sorry, that, that is not his name. No, that, is, uh, that can't be his it's, name. It's David Corn Sweat. Okay, Corny Sweat. So David Corny Sweat. He was in um, Pearl. Oh! He was the projectionist. In oh. Film. Okay. Um, and <laughs> he was also in... Okay, this is a TV show that nobody fucking watched. The Politician. Oh, that was one of Ryan Murphy's yeah, Netflix shows. and Hollywood. So I think those are both Ryan Murphy shows. Very shirts. real. Yeah. <laughs> Very real TV programs. This is both Ryan Murphy, so he's got mm-hmm. a brilliant track record. Oh, they're only the greatest. So, no, I don't think anyone's ever seen him. I think he looks like Superman. Is that what they went for? He looks like Superman. Yeah. So, you know what? I'll cast him. Just put him in. How bad can he be? Why not? Yeah. Why not? It's, Come if, on. if it's between him and Tom Holland, <laughs> I know I'm back in. No, um, I... Right now, I would say I'm, I wouldn't be opposed to Nicholas Holt. I think it's a bit boring. If, if he's the choice, yeah. I'd be like, yeah. But I don't mind him as Superman. There, yeah. are, there are worst actors that you could cast. I, I love The Great. Mm. I've seen it. Mm. <laughs> yes, you have. Yes. I've seen The Great. Likely story. <laughs> As for um, Lois Lane, there is um, Rachel Brosnan, Brosnahan. 
Rachel Brosnahan, <laughs> okay. Emma McKay, and Samara Weaving. I think all three of these people are the same person. Samara Weaving, I'd love. Samara Weaving's cool. Is Emma McKay, she's um, sex education, isn't she? Is that her? Was it someone else? No, it is, it is her. It, yeah. is. it is. So I watched Sex Education. I've watched it. Now, you see, that one I believe. I, <laughs> I started watching Sex... Well, okay, I, let me rephrase that. Mm. I watched the first three episodes of Sex Education, mm-hmm. realised I was asexual, and then stopped watching Sex Education. Because <laughs> you were like, this just doesn't... This, yeah. No, I watched it. sexy. <laughs> I started, started watching it. There was sex. And I was like, hmm, I didn't sign up for this. I've got a minute. <laughs> then I look at the title, and ah, I... The classic... <laughs> you broke into a sweat, you were like, wait a minute, what's this called? <laughs> what, what the fuck is this on my screen? <laughs> Sex? Um, I don't like that. She, she was good in it, she was good in it. Yeah. She was, she was good, she was my favourite And she left, though. Ha- yeah, to go play Lois Lane. She, I think she left, and the, 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 the one who's playing the Doctor, they've both left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, and they're like... It's just Adrian Butterfield on his own. <laughs> it's like... Uh, <laughs> oh, no, more job. <laughs> Just him doing one man shows. <laughs> but yeah, so so she yeah. left to go and do to Lois Lane, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So it's I, I'm okay. My genuine guess, I think it'll end up being Nicholas Holt and I'm okay. Or it'll just be fucking Adam Driver and Margot Robbie. My my personal choice yeah. would be Samara Weaving because I love her. She's and cool. I'm like, Which one? Who, 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 who did she play? Which she's she's ready. Is she or ready not? or not? Yeah, yeah, she's ready. Ready or not? Or not yeah, stream yeah, yeah. all those. Yeah, like it's she's cool. Yeah, I no, like I like her. Yeah, no, that's a fun movie. It's like, I mean, like, like they're fun movies, and I think she would be an interesting choice. Yeah. And I also, I just wanted to, I just want to see her in other movies. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Cause nice. I feel like I haven't seen her in much. No, I get that. So I'm like, I, I wouldn't. Well, I think so. Lex Luthor, I felt we haven't really seen any, um, like mm. anyone we had. Like apparently, Nicholas Holt did test for Lex Luthor as well. I guess James Gunn just fucking hated his audition. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, dog. Yeah. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> Okay, hear me out. Yes. Superman, Asia Butterfield. Butterfield. Can you imagine um, Butterfield? Lois Lane, Emma McKay, the guy who plays the doctor from Lex Luthor. <laughs> so it's just a sex education. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> just a sex education cast. Now, um, Lex Luthor, apparently, I don't think anyone is like really in the, in the, the ring for. Mm. But James Gunn did say he is open to casting black actors. So okay. he's not... I personally think it should just be Jesse Eisenberg again. I think he has unfinished business in the role. <laughs> that would be really funny if they did that. And then they just completely were like... Yeah. <laughs> they were just, just didn't even acknowledge that it's like... <laughs> no, Jesse Eisenberg's actually the comes in. He's like, he looks at the that new would, Superman and goes, hey, fuck you. That would like piss off like the Snyder fans like so much. No, that'd be great. Like that would like, ge- like that would genuinely like anger these people so, so much. Funny. Like, Look, I love the Zack Snyder films. I genu- genuinely, and I will go to my grave saying this, I think that like the Jesse Eisenberg mm. is a really good Lex Luthor. He's not bad. I love him as Lex Luthor, and I will I will die on that hill. I know I won't die on that hill. I wanted to bring up this is this yeah, is slightly yeah, yeah. off topic, right? But you know, like the thing about Emma Stone. What that she rejected. That she rejected Fantastic, yeah. So she can go play the thing. <laughs> I was like thinking about this, like, and I was like, okay, so, so, so if Emma Stone got it, yeah, would they address that she's Gwen Stacy? In the Amazing Spider-Man movies, no, because they've kind of addressed because they've addressed that those films happened because yeah. Andrew Garfield's yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, would they address? Because what I find really strange about this multiverse thing that they're doing, yeah, is like, okay, so we're addressing that like there's different people, yeah, in yeah Spider-Man. Yeah. But say if Gwen Stacy ever gets introduced, yeah, would that mean we'd have two Emma? You know, would we have two Emma Stones in the multiverse? I guess because like. That's what's so strange is like because you've ever because you've ever you've not really been in that position yet. No. Marvel, where there's two because that's what I'm interested with DC, where it's like if Jason Momoa is no longer Aquaman and they want him to be lower, yeah, yeah. say, but would like I'd fair okay DC I think they have no idea they have no idea what's going on. I just want Jason Momoa to come and play the fucking Joker. <laughs> Um, well, <laughs> that would be great. Um, fucking as terms of Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So have you heard the rumour about what Fantastic Four's plot is? No. Where it's... So it's set in the 1960s. Okay. And... But they get stuck in some alternate dimension shit. Okay. Until present day. So it's like Captain America type deal. Oh. 
apparently that's what the rumor has been for ages. Mm. What the plot's going to be. That's the plot. And line. apparently, they confer they've hired a production designer who specializes in like sixties type production or whatever. Okay. So, who knows? Maybe that is the plot. I think that's an interesting take on Fast I mean, that'll be interesting. I mean, it would be different. Yeah. Because because all of them have just been origin stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, so it'd be, I mean, it would be interesting. You're implying this won't just be an origin story. I mean, it probably will be. But I guess at the very least, he could be like, oh, it's the 60s. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, like. Then they just play exclusively songs from like 2020s. It's like Drake. <laughs> He like Drake in like 1964. That would be insane. It's like Wonder Woman 64. What is that what it's called? Wonder Woman 84. 84. Oh yeah, where they play like, where it's like, not the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'll play yeah. like, look at Bad Bunny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think the Fantastic Forecasting, so what's Adam Driver, Mr. Fantastic. When do you think they're going to announce it? Um, probably San Diego. I get, yeah, because Adam Driver... He, so he, like, is Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Like, he's locked in for life. He signed a blood contract. <laughs> he's locked in. Yeah. He's done it for life. He's a rival of dying. He's handcuffed in, like, the basement right now. <laughs> waiting to throw in some other friends. 65 was a trap. Yeah. It was, like, it was a mainstream trap. You're like, ah, you did this. You're being here now. Like... Yeah, they like let him in. <laughs> he signed a contract for 65, not realising he also said, you are also Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> But, uh, in like tiny tiny <laughs> but no and I like that casting apparently mm. people fucking hate it because he was like Kylo Ren and people hate the pre- sequels which is like fair but also he was I don't like Adam Driver being Mr. Fantastic because he was in another movie I don't like how dare he <laughs> that doesn't make sense yes counterpoint he was in 65 so yeah, and that was the greatest, greatest movie of all time. yeah greatest movie of all time yeah. so uh, shut up and then yeah so M- Mrs. Woman this is a woman. This is a woman. She um is she was like what? So, I've, I've heard Emma Stone. I've heard Jodie Comer. But I think that I feel like Jodie Comer was like the original one. Everyone she was thought the original, it was original. And now it's been replaced with oh, it's gonna be Margot Robbie mm-hmm. because she is a blonde actress in Hollywood. A blonde act, a blonde like a white woman yeah. <laughs> in Hollywood. Which like I guess I see. But... I mean, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, Jodie Comer is one of them where I'm like, I don't want Jodie Comer. To be no. in Marvel movies, I'd rather see her. I want to see her in like real movies. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to see her like another last duel. Do you think Marvel says he like does like a little funeral every time, like an actor he like gets cast in? <laughs> Did you a want... Marvel movie? You see, you see, you know what? There was a story about um, is it Lily? Lily Gladstone. Lily Gladstone yeah, 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 where she apparently was about to give up on acting. Yeah, as she and, and basically as she was about to apply for for like, for, like a job. Um, for like a data analytics job, she got like a request for a Zoom call from Martin Scorsese. That's so based. Do you think like Martin Scorsese does that with actors? Where like they're, yeah. they're about to like audition for the Marvel movie, and then he's like, "Wait, no!" <laughs> That's how he decides to cast be in my movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he like hacks Marvel Studios, <laughs> looks at who they're considering, sends out emails to all of them, going, "Hey, fella, <laughs> hey, you want to be in my movie? <laughs> hey, I'm Martin Scorsese." <laughs> But um, no, I, 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 Margot Robbie, I feel the Mr. Okay, so so far the fantastic forecastings for me have been simultaneously the weirdest fucking thing I've seen in my mm-hmm. life. Mila Kunis, um, David Diggs to an extent, mm-hmm. even Paul Mescal, I didn't expect. But then they're also kind of boring. yeah, the most fucking boring. Yeah, person. yeah, yeah. What it is, Adam is that, Driver. Yeah, yeah, they bring up a name, but then the ones who end up being closer to the yeah, actual yeah. like thing, it's Adam Driver. Margot Robbie. Robbie. But it's like, I don't really want, like, I don't want Margot Robbie. Not because she's a bad yeah, actress, yeah, yeah. she's great, but it's just, that's such a boring choice. Exactly. Jodie Comer, even though I don't want in these movies, Jodie Comer's more interesting because Jodie Comer's like a, a newer actress. Yeah. And she hasn't really, other than Free Guy, yeah. she hasn't really been in like, a blockbuster. Paul Mescal to me was a really interesting casting for Human Torch. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Shame we're not getting that. Also, I'm happy yeah. though because I like the idea of Paul Mescal doing his own thing. It was it was funny because I think a couple of weeks before that, like, was there he like you know before that casting was for yeah, like, rumored, yeah. he basically said like Paul Mescal that he's like I'm only interested in doing like indie movies. He's based as fuck. Yeah, like he he, he he kind of like said like he wants to do more stuff like After Sun. Yeah, yeah, he's not in like he he didn't say he was like not interested in blockbusters. Yeah, but he kind of implied that like he's not looking for blockbusters, which is based. Which yeah, I mean. I mean, I do think he will show up in a blockbuster. Oh, no. But it wouldn't well, surprise me. Too. Yeah. That's a bad 
Yeah. That's a blockbuster time people go to. That's what I mean, is yeah, like, he'll be in that with Dune. He'll exclusively go to blockbusters that are going to make shit money. (laughs) So he can, like, say, I I do indie blockbusters. I do, yeah, like, like, I mean, mean, I'm sure if if there's another Dune, I'm sure he'll be Yeah, Indiana Jones 6 he'll go, because that's going to (laughs) fucking flop. Um, But yeah, no, we don't really know a whole lot about who's going to play Human Torch or... No. Now. I mean... It'll be fucking... Who, who's like Tom Holland? Tom Holland. Tom Holland again. Yeah. <laughs> I swear I saw something that was saying like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man's coming back in something. But I can't remember what film it was. I don't know. Okay. I mean... It's... Probably Craven the Hunter. Yeah, Fuck yeah get him in. Can you imagine? But, um... So yeah, so that obviously is Fantastic Four. Yeah. Now we can pivot and talk about, um... An even more fantastic movie. Yes. That was that was a good segue. That was a great segue. That was a fucking beautiful a, segue. That, oh, I was gonna say that was a fast segue. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> a fast segue. To a fast, fast X. Fast X. The movie yes. of the year. <laughs> the eleventh Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, because numbers are overrated. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. Okay. So you watched. All of these movies over yeah, like I, I, basically what over like ten days basically. over ten days. So I watch I watched them all not back to back but as close to back to back as you can mm-hmm. go without your brain mushing. Yes. In terms of like I watched one a day, and mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't fun. It wasn't it was fun. Really painful. I watched all of them up to F nine over like a twenty four hour period. Yeah, that, but the difference that between was, you and me. Yeah. I don't hate myself that much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. Yeah. I started that marathon, not yeah. part of the family. Now you're part of the family. Me and Vinny, yeah, we're buddies. Okay, I did. La familia. This is the thing. Watching Fast and Furious, mm-hmm. it does things to a man. Yes. It it changes. There's like a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a Tom Spores, like, kind of before Fast and Furious yeah. and an after Fast and Furious. No, literally. Yeah. I cried at seven because there was the first display of like genuine emotion in like that I'd feel like I didn't see in, in like yes. weeks. As I, I just started bawling. <laughs> just to see you again. <laughs> and I almost cried, like because now that emotional response is like put in me. Mm. I almost cried at 10 when they started playing that instrumental. Just out of like a fucking reflex. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so 10 is now here. Um, yes. It is barely a fucking movie. It is the beginning of the end. Yeah. For Fast and Furious. Um, well, allegedly. Thing is, okay, going off ten. Do you want to just go in spoilers because I feel like there's, yeah. there's, there's simultaneously, it's Fast and Furious. You know exactly how it goes. Cargo. And then also, I thought the thing I want to talk about with Fast and Furious Ten is the ending. Yeah. Because it's fucking baffling. <laughs> um. So okay. So. Going off Fast and Furious 10, mm-hmm. 11, or part 10, part 2, whatever the fuck it is, feels like it should only be about half an hour long. <laughs> yeah, so so this is a strange, strange yeah. kind of situation that Fast X is in. Yeah. Because Fast X is the beginning of the end. That's how they're framing the movie. Yeah. As the beginning of the in end. In the trailers. Yeah. But it's not called Fast X Part 1. No. That's what it is. It's kind of a... It's like an unofficial part one because everyone kind of knows it because they announced that there's a Fast X part two. Yeah. And all that. So we also... So, so we kind of know there's a part two. Yeah. But at the same time, this movie is being advertised as one. No, I mean, okay. My, if my dad Weirdly. went to see Fast and Furious mm. 10 or just watched it on fucking Amazon Prime, mm. he would have no idea Yeah. this is a part one. And so the ending is confusing as fuck. The ending is... Basically not an ending. No, it, it's not an ending. It they kinda, they yeah. forgot to put in an ending. It just It ends. feels like they forgot to put in the end of the film and the editing. Because it fucking... It's halfway through what feels like the final action scene. Mm-hmm. Like the final face-off. Yeah. It gets that final face-off. It just ends. And then it just cuts. And then they, they yeah. do the Gal Gadot reveal scene, which is fucking baffling itself. Yes, life. yeah. So, so, yeah so, so basically, it's a big showdown with Vin Diesel and Dante Reyes, who's the son of the villain from Fast Five, which they, no one remembers. Which they reckoned, yeah. basically, until like, oh, he had a son and it's Aquaman. And it's like, so... Um, <laughs> I love how his origin story did have still to do with water. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. That was so intentional. I mean, typecast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So basically, Jason Momoa's dad is dead. Yeah, yeah. Jason Momoa's really sad, really yeah. angry. He's like, I'm gonna go kill. But then he also hated his dad. 
apparently. I feel that that's brought up briefly. Yeah, but I think. And then these movies are about family. The way that so, I think the way they're trying to justify it is like he's crazy. He's like the Joker. Like, <laughs> he's like the Joker dinosaur. He he <laughs> he is like the Joker. Yeah. When you think about it, he like Dante Reyes is probably the closest thing this franchise has to a Joker villain. Yeah, I hate the fact that every franchise is trying to go for a Joker villain. Mm-hmm. But it has it is what this Joker is. sells. Joker does Joker sell. Joker does sell. Um, and here, he, I mean, he's obviously, it's just him being a silly little guy. Yeah. But then also at the same time being God. Because yeah. he controls everything. Has bombs everywhere. <laughs> everything he does goes right. It's so, it's so interesting because he's like, he doesn't really fight. No. That much. But yeah, he wins. He always wins because he's always in the background. He's a, He operates in the shadows. He has millions and millions of men. Yes. Somehow. Like a lot of men. <laughs> I, I just... It's baffling. I th- and I do think this has some of the weakest action in the franchise because the fucking actual... Like, the action isn't... It barely feels like action and it barely yeah. feels like it has any stakes or tension because you know fucking Dom is, is fine. It's a- and then the villain isn't actually fighting. So essentially all the action is just Dom throwing helicopters on cars. I think the biggest problem with the movie yeah. is... I feel like they're running out of ideas. Yeah. And so... It's mad as well, because I think the plot for this one is the best idea they've had since Seven. Mm-hmm. But no. But it, I, even, I'd argue the best they've had since Six. But it doesn't really go anywhere. No, it doesn't go anywhere. That's the, the problem. Plot. It's like, because I think the problem with the movie is it's so... It's so... Intri- it, it's like... It's a part one. Mm. But at the same time... It, and I, I don't... I, I don't know. No, it's, like, it's, 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 it's such a baffling choice because it's a part one, but like at the same time, it's like, it's not, because it's no. Fast X. So, okay. It's not Fast it's part X part one. one. T- tell me if you disagree. Okay. It's part one, but I don't see where part two goes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the first time I've had this happen where I've watched a film that's a part one and like Dune. Okay, take Dune for instance. Keep in mind, by the way, yeah. it's, a, it's a part one. To what may be a trilogy. Yeah, which is baffling. One thing I can say is if it's a part two, I can be like, alright, so then that, that big final yeah, fight yeah, yeah. isn't the actual final fight and the, the, no, but that's the, the, movie. the fucking final fight is at the end of this. They just cut halfway through. How do you get another movie out of this? How do you get two movies yeah. out of it? Like, Because you, you finish watching Dune, for instance, which yeah. is part one. Mm. You know exactly what the second movie's about. Yeah. You finish watching Fast X... How the fuck is there a two and a half hour movie out of this? I mean, because because even the post credit scenes, yeah. Because what? Because what, I'll say post credit scenes because what happens in the movie is it cuts to black after the big Vin Diesel like cliffhanger, and then it goes to Antarctica. Yeah. Where Letty, <laughs> <laughs> where Letty and Cipher are like hanging out because of this, that, the other. They were in prison and now yeah. they're not. The and then bros. they're there, and then a big submarine appears, and then Gal Gadot, who <laughs> died, who died in the sixth one, appears, and is so like, she's "Hey like guys, best friends with Cipher now mm. somehow." Also, I love the fact that she was just in fucking Antarctica in a submarine, obviously with the best fucking heating in the world. Must have been because she's wearing fucking nothing. <laughs> it's hilarious, but it's so interesting because that post-credit scene, because it is a post-credit scene. Yeah. That they've just put right... Because it looks like fucking that. Gal Gadot's, like, stock footage. Yeah. It's like... Because you have that, and then there's the credits. Yeah. And then there's the reveal. Yeah. The big reveal that The Rock is back. Yeah. Which is also... Which is that post-credit scene. But the, both of the scenes feel exactly the same. Yeah. And it it's like... But I just... I don't... That one's a more baffling reveal. Mm. Because if you're... Again, say my dad, who probably doesn't know anything about the fucking behind-the-scenes drama. Mm. That reveal is like, oh, yeah, the character who was in these movies is in these movies. Who, who really was... Who only missed F9. Yeah. Was he in F8? He was. He, he was, was yeah. No, yeah. He only, only missed F9. He only missed that one, yeah. So it's not that big of a reveal in the grand scheme of things. No. It's a tiny fucking reveal. Yeah. You know, it's mad. But they tried a similar thing at F9, because, um, sure... Yeah, the most credit scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like so he tried a similar thing there, but I guess the difference with that is like I, that wasn't hyped up as like a huge reveal. Yeah, I was just kind of like, oh, he's here. That I mean, that was a weird one as well. That was a strange one, but like I don't, I just don't really get where they can go with these now 
unless they're trying to do like an Avengers Endgame kind of thing where they're trying to get every single then member that's, of that's the That's stupid because they've all fucking died. Like, okay, Han... You just bring them back. Han I get because we saw him die off screen. Well, no, we didn't see, like, we didn't see him die. He died off screen. Mm. So sure. And in the end, in F9, the whole thing with F9, like the marketing of that one was that he's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh. Gal Gadot, I don't understand. Gal- but maybe like, they'll explain somehow. Because Gal Gadot had like a whole ass like death scene. Yeah. Like they like proper built it, which, spoilers, uh, John Cena has a death scene in this. Yeah. They kill him off. They won't. Well, th- yeah. he'll be fine. We didn't see he, him die. We didn't see him die, but I think as this franchise is now revealed, even if you see them die, Fucking means fucking nothing. Means not means no, exactly. absolutely nothing. Also, John Cena is playing a different character. Yeah, now he's like silly. He's like he is the comic relief of the film. Now he's like goofball. I'll be, I'll be honest. His part's my favorite part of the film. Hmm. I fucking love this part of the little John Cena's just charming. The little fucking the little shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where he's like a surfer. I love it. It's great. It's cute because John, John, John Cena is a fucking great actor. Yeah, and he's arguably the best fucking actor here. Um, Question. Yeah. Has Dave Batista been in these? No. That's crazy. Do you think he'll be in one of these? No. Yeah. I think he'd rather fucking die, to be honest. I think he'd rather be in whatever and I'm like, Shaman wants to cook up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> Dave Batista's too good for these. Mm-hmm. And... It, it, it's but so, but so is Brie Larson. I don't know what she's doing here. And Brie Larson's what is in, she it, doing here? in a bit role. Yeah. Like, as I mean, a random, random angel. Really low down in their fucking, like, cast. Yeah. How is she in this? Because like, because like, because like, because like, Jason Momoa makes sense. the fucking budget? Well, the budget. So, okay, so the budget of the film is about three hundred and forty million, which is mental. It's mental, but I think a lot of it's because of all of the issues that happened in production with Justin Lin, because Justin Lin was originally yeah, meant to. Yeah, yeah. Like Justin Lin was originally meant to be directing it. Yeah. And then that ended up basically falling apart after like a week into production. Yeah. So Justin Lin left. And then Lewis uh, Terrier, Letarian. Yeah, he came in. Yeah. Who I mean, he's done like some movies. Yeah. So like I think um, the Incredible Hulk. Oh yeah, no, he did do Incredible Hulk. The tr- that the, shows. The like this movie feels. Now that I think about it, this movie, does feel quite similar to Incredible Hulk. It won't like work. just stylistically. That might just be me going insane. I think it's you going insane. <laughs> I, I, you know what? Thinking about Getting it. Getting a lot of incredible Hulk vibes from this. <laughs> <laughs> I think anyone's ever said that any movie ever. <laughs> yeah, I love Incredible Hulk. Guy, a guy who was only, who was only seen the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's a strange one because I think in some ways, I think he's a bit of a yes man director. Yeah, that makes sense. Where he just does what like Vin Diesel probably wanted. And I think it's because of that, there's no personality in the action. No. And I think that's the biggest flaw of the movie, is that Jason Momoa tries to bring spice into it. But it is strange to say that these movies just kind of just feel dull. Yeah. Now, like, especially, like, there's, I mean, the hour, the middle, like, chunk of this mm. movie, when everyone's kind of separated. No, this one was a fight. And really, I think it was... Really, really sluggish. Like, especially, like, because I feel like F9... I feel like with that, there was a certain, like, self-awareness yeah. in F9 at the Bros, like, especially with, like, Tyrese Gibson being like, have you ever noticed how, like, we just don't die? Yeah, and it's like, yeah. and, you know, and that was, like, quite funny, and it's like, but that's kind of missing, and they've kind of just went more, like, it's like, it's straight, like, just, no, I, I, the think, movie... I think this one suffers a lot from being a part one, because... Mm-hmm. So obviously this is... It has to set up all of this shit, but it's like... Yeah. But it forgets to well, be a it's, movie. it's paced like a three-hour movie. Mm. With the... Le- it's, I reckon the original script for this was three hours. Probably. And then they just... Instead of shortening it... They said, put it in all They just two. cut the last half an hour mm. and moved it to part two. And then, I guess, they're going to put more people in it. Yeah. So they can the, stop the cast. So, so what you end up with mm. is a two-and-a-half-hour movie... And because it doesn't have an ending, mm. it's two and a half hours of a three-hour movie. Yeah, because like there's just because it doesn't really. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, especially the stuff in London. I mean, Jason Statham goes back. Yeah, for like to nothing for nothing. So it's it ends up being it's paced weird. atrociously. Yeah, um, and as a result, it's a slog. It's a really sluggish movie. Like it might be one of the weakest ones for me, just because of how. Because I feel yeah. like because I'm. I mean, I am a bit of a defender of these movies. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're not great, but they're silly. And they're no, they are silly. You know, and, and, and they're fun. 
But I think with this one, it just suffers from, like... I don't know whether she's... Because, yeah, like, they just don't have any ideas. I think Jason Momoa is really fun. Jason Momoa, I think, steals the show because yeah. you can tell he's having a ball yeah. in that role. That he's just... They've, they've let him be as campy as possible. And there are a few bits I like. I like the whole John Cena part. I, I, I do... Isn't... Hmm. They give it no focus in the fucking slightest. No. But I like the Michelle Rodriguez, um, Charlie Theron, even though I don't know what the fuck she's still doing in these films. Yeah. And the Brie Larson. I like all that bit. Yeah, like, I, I, I like that too. It just, again, it's that problem of... Yeah. They don't spend the, enough time. The really boring shit is the ludicrous Therese Gibbon. Um, you know what it is? All that, that, that bit. The, the main the main problem with that stuff for me yeah. is it has been the same yeah. in every single one of these. Yeah, yeah. They have not they their characters have always just bickered at each other. Yeah. But I think the problem is is they've never changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These characters have been so stagnant. There's an attempt at like an arc here for um, Roman where he's like, Oh, I want to be a leader and then he's a shit leader and they're like, No, you were a good leader, family. And it's then, like it's like, but it doesn't develop. And then you'll die in a plane crash, yeah, <laughs> presumably. Yeah. Uh, and fucking Han Han has nothing to do. No. He gets high for a second and then doesn't. I am still kind of in awe that they did that and then yeah. did nothing with it. Pete Davidson you appears mean? for a scene. That's stupid. That was movies need to start putting Pete Davidson jump scares. <laughs> that made me so angry. I fucking hate him. Right, that was weird as fuck. I I don't understand why. These movies went, okay, we're going to have Han fucking eat like, eat like a weed cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're going to have him trip balls for precisely 10 seconds. Yeah. And then we're never going to look at it again. Yeah. That would that could have been funny. It could have been like a fun little scene. But instead, they just go, no. Yeah, they just don't do anything with it. No. And that bit's just so pointless. I don't really get what they're meant to be doing, to be honest. It, to me, genuinely is just padding out. It's, no, it's, it's, it's padding. It, it's, it, it's padding. It's so padding. It's padding, and they're trying to bring Jason Statham back in. Yeah. Which is, like, fine, but then do that quicker. Even the thing with Jason Statham's mum, Helen Mirren's character. Yeah. There's that thing where she's like, you know, when he goes like, oh, like, they're about to get my mum. Oh, no. And that never. I guess part two. comes back. It's Again, that's suffers. the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part one, part one and part twos, and like those kind of movies, you you've got to still do a movie. Yeah, no, exactly. You still got to do that. That's this why, is like, you know, a movie. you know, it's it's one of them. Like, unless you know, like, that's why because like, because Mission Impossible, I'm very interested to see how they tackle yeah. this like part one, part two thing. Very interested to see how they tackle that. Yeah. Because I trust them. Yeah. To still make a movie. Yeah. That has an ending. Yeah. And. Maybe, maybe, you know what, I'm not even necessarily, I, I think for me, I, I don't have a problem with cliffhangers. No, no, no. Especially if they're done well. There's plenty yeah. of films that have done cliffhangers well. I just don't like, this. I just don't like how they've done it here. No, I, I think my problem isn't with the cliffhanger. Mm. My problem with is how unsatisfying it feels as a whole. Take, take yeah. Infinity War. Yeah. Cliffhanger. But you walk out of the film, one, one thing to see the next one. Yeah. You want to know what happens next. Yes. You have an idea of what the next film's going to be about. Yes. And as a whole, the film is satisfying. Like... The same with Dune. Like, say... Fast like, X. Yeah. No. Like, say, like, if, like, Mission Impossible. Yeah, Say, yeah. like, if this new one ends, where it's, like, you know, Ethan Hunt is, like, separated from his mm. team, or his team's been captured, or this has happened, this has happened. And say, like, that's how it ends. And yeah. that's the part one of it. It's like, oh, like, they're separated, blah, blah. There you go. That's, yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. You know, that's a, that's a decent way to end the part one. Yeah. Because you have an idea of where it might go next. Yeah. You've got questions, but the film builds up to that. Mm. It is a finish. It's a full stop. Yeah. It, 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 it's a full stop before the next sentence. Yeah, yeah, The problem with this is this is like someone wrote something and then somehow, I don't know, water got on like the script. <laughs> and then the, it's uh, just missing the end <laughs> The fucking dog ate like the rest of the script. Yeah. And they're like, shit, what do we do? <laughs> like, yeah. And then they just end it. And it's like, I don't, it's a strange movie because it's like nearly two and a half hours but it's so, it just ends. Yeah. And so as a result, you walk out so unsatisfied. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Because there's nothing to, there's nothing to grab onto. No, it's just, I mean, I guess... I guess it continues. Yeah. But... But then, where does it go? Surely this is the final fight, because I, I'll be honest, I don't want to watch them fight Jason Momoa for another fucking five that's hours. That's what I mean, is like, because I think that's my... I, I think for me, that's the biggest issue I have with the move with, with Jason Momoa's villain, 
is to me, mm. he doesn't feel like an end villain. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like he doesn't feel like hey, he doesn't feel like a Thanos. Yeah. Or no, something exactly. like that. Where like, you know there's no I mean, okay, yeah, he's blown things up. That's all he's done. But he hasn't I don't think he's done enough to sort of show that he is this end game threat. Yeah. That he, you know, okay, yeah, he blew a couple of things up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's done that. He's the devil. But they haven't... I feel like they haven't done... He blew up the Vatican, Aaron. Yeah. He did blow up the Vatican. But it's like... But I feel like that's the big issue is like... They haven't... I don't know whether maybe what they... To me, I think one one way I think they could have done it... Mm. Is if Jason Momoa directly killed one of the members of the family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually like... You know, Rather not, than not sacrificing himself. Yeah, like not like um, he makes a plane explode. Like genuinely, kill like, kills one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like whether that's like the start of the movie or something. Like maybe well, like, that fucking Ames reveal was so mm. stupid. <laughs> but uh, no, I think my my one of my big problems with Jason Momoa's villain is there's just nothing there. It, it's it's a character that's like all fucking surface mm. and. I, I would prefer it if rather than being the son of whoever, Herman, whatever the fuck his name is, yeah, it was the son of, or even someone who got hit during one of the previous films. Yeah. Just a random passerby who gets fucking knocked into the ocean by one of the stunts. You know what because would have been? The, the, what yeah. it's missing is Dom actually realising the the... Oh, maybe I shouldn't blow mm. up every single person I see. Yeah, like it, it, it's it's because because I always think one thing I could have been because one thing I think would have been cool. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing sort of starts with like the the Rome yeah like thing and and all that. It's like they realize like oh shit, it's a, you know it's a, whatever it's a bad thing. It's like it, it, you know it's a trap. One thing I think would have been cool with that is if it if they didn't know it was a trap until it was too late. Yeah, and that's how it starts. Yeah, and you get this and you sort of find out the villain through like oh like. One of like whether it's Roman Taj or whoever, one of those Jordan that fight dies. Yeah. Because it was a trap. Yeah. yeah that yeah. would have been that would have been a good way in the first like half an hour to immediately set the stakes. No, exactly. What annoys me in this movie is you're trying to raise the stakes as a final movie. Yeah. But you're also trying to like still be a Fast and Furious movie. You know, yeah. in terms of everyone's fine. Everyone can, can, can everyone. Everyone's got like plot armor. It's raising the stakes whilst bringing back dead characters, which further confirming brings those stakes right back down. Oh, no one's ever dead. There's no, there's no more stakes because everyone comes back. Or it's just a strange like. I hope Gal Gadot is like a fucking skeleton. (laughs) Like they really, like they really want like this to be like a big end. Yeah, the big grand finale, and I think it, you know, maybe it could be. Yeah, but I think as it stands, I just, I feel like they just don't really like. I don't know. I feel like there's something missing to make this the grand finale. No, exactly. Like, you know, like Mission Impossible, which I I kind of keep going back to that, and that's another like big one this year. Yeah, it's going to yeah, be yeah. a two parter, and it's like, but and now with that one, they're really pushing. Yeah. The two-part aspect of it. Yeah. That's immediately, like, yeah, this is a part one. Oh, it's like, but it's funny when you watch because even through the trailer, you could sort of see yes. that it's a threat. Yeah, no, exactly. You could see that, and it's like, you know, it's, it, it, they're showing you it's a threat without telling too much. Yeah. You don't know exactly why, but you know it's a big threat. Yeah, no, J- J- Jason like, Momoa's all tell, no show. Yeah. And it's like, to me, like Jason Momoa does not, like, he 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 just feels like a villain. Yeah, it's like another average villain. But they're like, no, this is the big end, it's the no, exactly. big grand finale. It's like, but I need more than that. Yeah, you gotta give me like a you know something that I can really like sink my teeth into. But mm. all I've got is a villain who's silly. Ooh. He's a bit. <laughs> he's a, he's the Joker. He's <laughs> like the Joker dinosaur. No, like, it's the Joker dinosaur. It's, <laughs> A baffling movie, an absolutely baffling movie. It is, yeah, it is. Like, it's not the worst film ever. No, but it is. It, it it's a lot. Like yeah. I, I, I was exhausted watching. I, I am. Like I, still I am. I, 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 I need to take a nap. No, literally. And um, speaking of films that make you need to take a nap, mm-hmm. that was good. I was like, that, that, now that that was a 
That good was segue. a fucking segue. That was a good one. Uh, Bo is afraid. We finally finally came out like a month ago in America, no, but fucking UK cinemas strike mm. again. Yeah, um, we got fu- punished because we're British. No, literally, it's terrible. Um, Bo is afraid is Ari Aster's new Ooh. punishment. Yes, um, <laughs> it is three hours long. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> Actually, actually, it's 179 minutes. Yeah, um, actually, see, it's not, it's not quite three hours. Right. It's not quite three hours, you fucker. It's, <laughs> it's, it's two hours fifty-nine. It is a what's it mean? It's a nightmare comedy. A night, uh, yeah, a nightmare comedy. So Wikipedia like, describes it as a surrealist tragic comedy horror, which none of those words were in the Bible. <laughs> I mean, it's like I wouldn't say it's a horror. It's bad. It's not. Horror. It's horror adjacent. There's, Dashes yeah, there's, there's of horror, but it, dashes. I think nightmare comedy yeah. is kind of an interesting it's, way to say it. I, I can't stop thinking about it. Mm. Um, you've seen it twice. Yes. So, I see, yeah, so I've seen the movie twice. I saw it um, I saw it under the influence. Yes. Uh, the first time. And I wanted to do that. I assume under the influence of Christ. Yes. 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 Under the influence of our Lord and Saviour. Praise be. Um, so, I wanted to do that because, funny story, during like one of the Q&As yeah, for yeah. I was afraid, like, Joaquin Phoenix came out and was like, hey guys, like, you know, like, I got good news or bad news? Like, the good news is Ari Aster's is here to like, you know, answer, yeah, yeah. You know, to answer questions. But the bad news is, is he's on acid. <laughs> <laughs> so he's probably not going to be able to answer your questions. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking like, okay, I'm not going to take acid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. But I do want to be under the influence while I'm watching this because I think that's... Because to me, I'm like, I want to be on this on like a similar wavelength mm. to Ari Aster making this in some way because I do think it's a movie that... It's a very demanding movie in the yeah. sense of you've got to ride with what Ari Aster yeah. is kind of yeah, making yeah. here. And it's like... And so it's one of them where... I would say for the first two and a half hours of this nightmare comedy, mm. I thought it was absolutely fucking superb. Yeah. From yeah. like, I thought it was funny. It was kind of creepy at parts. That's why, because like, I, I would say, like, it, I mean, I guess it is kind of a horror in some ways, but I think, like, rather than it being a comedy horror, it's like, it's a comedy horror. Yeah. Like, those things yeah, are separate. Yeah, yeah. And they kind of blend somewhat into yeah. each other, but they're very separate beasts. But first two and a half hours are just absolutely outstanding. Mm. They're funny, they're creepy, they're beautifully shot. Walking Phoenix is great. I Nathan Lane is great. Like all all of the cast are fantastic. Yeah. And then the last half an hour happens. Yeah. Now the last half an hour, it's not catastrophic. Yeah. It doesn't make it go from a five star to a one star. Yeah. It's, it's not like that. I just think the last half an hour of the movie there's something off about it yeah and I don't know whether it's because it needs another rewrite or because like I don't know like because there was a story that came out last year that H24 and Ariasta had a bit of a dispute yeah over um like okay like it was like apparently Bo you know Bo was afraid which was Disappointment Boulevard I think which I, I prefer as a name much better name that was the original title for it and it was basically H24 Ari Aster are kind of, you know, there's a bit of beef. Yeah. Because H24 saw that Ari Aster's film was four hours long. Yeah. And they went, no, you need to cut this down. Yeah. Now, it was written as a four-hour movie. Yeah. Why, now, why, like, why H24 would take this four-hour script, greenlight it, put it to production, and then afterwards be like, wait, this is a four-hour movie? What? Like, no, it's a four-hour... Like, you know, surely it's going to be somewhere around our life. But it... I do feel like... I mean, if this is the case, like, that, you know, Ari Aster went, okay, we're going to chop out, like, an hour of this. I do wonder if that had a pretty major, like, negative Mm. impact with the third act specifically. Because I think the first two and a half hours of this movie... Because it's, like, four films in one, and I say the the three films that that it covers are so confident and so tightly constructed, tightly paced, tightly, you know, performed, all of these things. 
and it's like the last film of this four film kind of yeah, like yeah. you know like structure it feels messy yeah like it feels really really messy and like it feels like a totally different movie in a negative way yeah but as well like the film feels like four films in one you can sort of see like the the smooth like transition into each mm. one which i really like about it it has it to me it, it's got a forward act structure yeah no, in a absolutely. lot of ways and it's like but i think for me like that fourth film or the fourth act mm. it really hurts it yeah like no, because it 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 throws a lot of things into itself that i think just hurts it yeah and make it kind of just feel a bit more i don't know it just it, it really brings the film down which is which is unfortunate yeah 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 cuz like i just think that first two and a half hours is just so tight and it's so well done no i, I completely agree um i I want to preface. I, I I like the film a lot. Mm. I really like. Oh it. yeah, I know. I you know I I one hundred percent think the film is like even even with the issues of with the third act, they still think the film's yeah. great. No, I absolutely. still really really like it's it. It's a shame because I think all the talking points are about that final third act. Yeah, because um, yeah, which is a shame, but because I do think that's by far the weakest part of the film. Mm. To me, Bo is Afraid feels like a film that trips over its own ambition. Yeah. Because I, I think... So Ari Aster, I think, wrote this in college. Yeah, this has been a film, I believe... Because um, I know the, the initial script got leaked. Yeah. I think and it was from, like, 2015 or something. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, been, it's been in the works for a long time. So I think, to, my, to me, it feels like... I, I'm completely wrong with this, but this is what it feels like, is that Ari Aster wrote... Um, wanted, to write, sat, wanted to sit down and write his version of, like, The Odyssey... His version, I think he described it as a Jewish Lord of the Rings. Mm. He wanted to write his four-hour epic. Yeah. And so he wrote a film mm. and then kept writing till he hit four hours. Yeah. And I think that really hurts it. Because to mm. me, I think there is a brilliant two-hour film here. Mm. A fantastic two-hour, 100-minute film here. Um, of that first, those first two acts. Yeah. With a bit of the third act in there. Yeah. It's the fourth act to me that feels like Ari has to hit, let's assume it hit about three hours mm. and went, oh, I, I don't know what to do. But and I think so for then, me, then, yeah. then he sits down and he goes, right, what do I do? Mm. Twist. Plot twist. Yeah. So he writes, so he comes up with this plot twist, writes a plot twist, and then just throws in all the weirdest shit you can think of. Because, yeah, because if it were to me, like, my issue with the, with the fourth act, mm. I really like the last ten minutes. Sure. The last ten minutes, but no, I, I like yeah, I like it. Like 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 the very very ending, mm. I like. But there's like a twenty minute stretch yeah. in that movie where the plot twist happens, and it it I don't it just yeah. it, it feels like a different movie. Yeah. But I don't know whether that's because the film was cut down. Yeah. And maybe the four hours, had it been a four hour movie instead of a three hour mm. movie. Maybe that would have made a hell of a difference because that stuff had more time. That's the thing. It feels very underdeveloped. Um, I mean, especially, I think there are some some extra plot twists in there that mm. are hinted at, but then they never really follow they, up They kind of gloss over. Yeah. There's, like, there's a certain plot point, especially in like the later half of the film, that are really glossed over. Yeah. Because that's, that's why like I, I really am interested to see if they're going to do a director's cut of the movie. Yeah. Because it does feel like a film... No, I'd, I'd be interested. Or would have, or it does feel like a film with a lot that's been cut out of it. Yeah, which is strange to say. Yeah, it's a three-hour, three hour you know, a three-hour movie. That's but what's like, mad. It's a three-hour film simultaneously feels too long and too short. Yeah, because yeah, I, exactly. I want to see a two-hour version of this that cuts the majority of the the final hour mm. and focuses mainly on the Nathan Lane stuff and the um, the apartment mm. stuff. Because you know what? Because I actually think there's a way to do basically. All of that, yeah. But then that twenty-minute stretch. Yeah. If you take that out, I, I, I honestly think there's a way to, to kind of connect those together. Yeah. And make it like a perfect movie. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, no, I agree. You know, I, I genuinely think there is a way you could do that. It's yeah. just that twenty minutes. Yeah. And I, th- I think I think the reason why me. that twenty minutes has had is like, that's what stayed with me is because so much of that plot twist I think hurts the rest of the film mm. because I think because obviously it's it's one of those plot twists that's like kind of like. Ooh, this affects everything. Yeah. It, it makes me look back on the film and kind of go... Oh. I will say, I will say, watching it again... Yeah. Knowing that twist. Yeah, Knowing yeah. where it goes. I actually did like it a little bit more. That's fair. I wouldn't say I, I, I don't like the twist, necessarily. Yeah. I think, for me, it's more just... 
I think the way it executes, yeah, that's I think fair. is messy. But I do think on its own, the twist in theory is an interesting idea, and it is one I have sort of. The more the more I think about it, the more I like it. Yeah. But at the, but it's still one of them when I'm still like, but it's mm. the way it's delivered is still really strange. No, I, I'm. And feels choppy. I don't know how I feel about the twist just as a concept. Because mm. I think I like what this film does in terms of being a weird surrealist version of the Odyssey. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think every part of that works really well. Mm-hmm. The problems for me seep into when this film is trying to be more. Yeah. And when this film is is going for the big twist, the big sweeping message, when it's Ari Aster talking about his um, feelings on stuff like um, his mother and Shatshirt. To me, that's when the film starts to lose its footing. Yeah, I mean, I think... I love the weirdness. I love mm. the, the comedy. I love the fucking... Like I said, that all that Nathan Lane apartment yeah. shit. The production design is fucking superb. Oh, the, well, yeah, like, the, the the sequence after, like, the Nathan Lane stuff, mm. where it's, like, in the forest. Yeah. And there's that, like, sort of, like, the, you know, to tell, like, his, like, life story. That's brilliant. He's fucking outstanding. No, yeah, all that stuff is fantastic. It's, it's one of the most beautiful sequences, yeah. like, this year. It's I like incredible. the fucking villain that comes from the Nathan Lane stuff, the, the guy that follows, follows him around. Yeah. I like all that stuff. When it loses me is, and spoiler here, I guess, mm. is when he starts, is when he just hitchhikes it's it's because that that to me feels like oh well i thought i was watching and i you know i mean sure you could put a bit of this down to the marketing um but and i i at that point i was like oh what's fucking that's disappointing where the the film lost me when i first watched it yeah yeah. spoilers um full spoilers but like where where the film lost me when i when i watched it for the first time was basically when the mother yes no absolutely because i think the problem with the film is i feel like the film at when when that point comes it's like it kind of like loses its edge and it gets a bit scared to go like weird again because it kind of becomes like oh it was a twist like ah you see i constructed all this then it throws in some more weird that is so weird it, yeah, yeah, and then when it goes back to the weirdness, yeah. because it kind of lost the flow, it tries to get back giant in. Giant penis monster. Yeah, it goes to a giant penis monster yeah. that is only in it for And like even Bo's fucking... And this is, I guess, what we mean about the whole four... It, you know, four hours would be interesting to see, to see it more mm. fleshed out. There's Bo as a brother mm. that he doesn't remember, but exactly. only comes back in dreams, yeah. who was locked in the attic, yeah. because he got too curious. It, it's, that, it's, it's that thing of... You, it's a movie that I think suffers from. Does it? Does it? To me, it does feel like there's a chunk missing. Yeah. And it, it it's and it's weird to say that chunk is all. It's only in that one space. Absolutely. The rest of it is fine. No one. There's no. There's that. like the, the rest of it's perfect, but it's just for some reason that chunk feels like it was chopped down. Yeah. A hell of a lot, and it's why again, like I'm interested to see if there is a director's cut out there because yeah. I do think had. Had you know, if there is one out there and it fully goes into that, to me it's a perfect movie. Yeah, that's fair. Because I genuinely think the rest of it, like the first like 150 or so minutes, is fucking outstanding. Yeah, no, it's and, really good. And I do like the end where it's like where Bo is in kind of the courtroom yeah. thing and he goes, yeah. I, really, I really like that sequence. I think that sequence is great. And it's like, but again, because, because the film kind of went through this 20 minute stretch yeah. where it lost me. It was kind of like one of them where I was like, that scene would have been nice mm. had I went into it with the high I was feeling 20 minutes prior. That's the thing is, when, when I got to that scene, I was kind of like, uh, I kind of wanted it to be over. I was, yeah, no, it was one of them. I was kind of tapped out because I wasn't into the other stuff that happened. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. this strange thing where it's like, I'm, you know, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, hmm. Yeah. You lost me, like, so yeah. you need to... Just wrap it up. You try to get me back, but you lost me. Yeah, yeah, like, no, Because the, the penis monster thing was... That's... So, it was so stupid. Like, I, I hated that. And then also, the fucking Jeeves guy comes in, attacks the penis monster for some reason. Dies. Dies. And then... That's it. That's it. Again, it's all very... Ugh. Yeah, like... It, it, it starts with a bang, mm. and it very much goes out with a whimper. Mm. It's weird. And it's a shame... Because that bang is so fucking 
fucking so good. perfect. No, Jenny, like, I thought this, yeah. I, I was watching the first like hour and I was like, fuck me, this is like superb. Mm. And this is coming from someone who hasn't fully tapped into Ariaster yet. Yeah, because that's the thing, because I, I adore Ariaster, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like, I absolutely love his work. And I, and I like, like his work, I, I mm. just have yet to really fucking click with it. Yeah. No, and, that's, and it's like, and it, it, to me, like, watching his like earlier short films, mm. it does feel like he's went back to that. Yeah. Which I'm not that keen on his short films. Yeah, 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 they're not terrible, but they're very student film. Yeah, I can imagine. Yes, they're very, and so it does that feel is like the, he's went the back constant to that. vibe this gave me. Mm. Is it does feel like a script originally written by a student? Mm. Who's like went in to do like a four-hour epic? No, exactly. And it's like, it's like that's cool, but yeah, four hours doesn't mean. If I got funding know. for my four-hour epic, it would be mm. shit. <laughs> that, that's no but you know what I mean no yeah exactly because it's like, I'd, yeah. be, I'd be going into it mm. simply wanting to write a four hour epic yeah and you know what I mean you reach a certain point where it's kind of like oh, just fucking end it love of Christ yeah exactly you know it's I mean like, you hit a stride yeah I think like because for me I didn't want the film to end until it got to the yeah. stuff with the mom no, that's when I was like oh, there's okay. so much good there's a lot of good there's a mm. lot of ideas yeah there are a lot of good ideas mm-hmm. it's the few small bad Stoles, ideas yeah. that really yeah. hurt it. It's funny because that scene when the mum appears, everything that happens right before that is yeah. fucking hilarious and I yeah. absolutely love it. Like yeah, the whole like yeah. Mariah Carey, like the sex scene. That is fantastic. It's yeah. so funny and it's so like well done. And it's like, it's just so funny that I think like, I, I, I love that scene and then the mum appears and I'm like, oh, like it just, yeah. I was I was like at all time high and then boom. Like yeah, it no, just, exactly. It like immediately because I was just like, this is just silly. Like it, it's too, like uh, it just felt it was it was too too much. Yeah, no, absolutely. Especially when it becomes like a you know, and the fucking therapist appears, and it's like oh. that. That's when it fully lost me. Mm. That's, that's when, when it was like, all right, this is all right. You're not like David Fincher. Like you're not trying to do like a crime, like you know, yeah, a mystery exactly. thriller. It's like it was too much. There, 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 was, there was no need for a twist. Yeah, it was like one of them. Was like I, you uh, really, yeah. it really would have been fine if the mum was dead and even even if the mum appeared and but was actually dead yeah, but yeah, he yeah. was just seeing the mum there that would have been yeah. fine like but her actually being alive no I wasn't keen it was too it was like I was like oh no come Phil on needed less talking more walking that's what yeah but even that it's like it does I mean it does feel like an adventure yeah I, I, I don't say I have a problem with like you know when he like takes a car ride yeah, yeah. yeah. I that do, pissed me off. I was ready to fucking throw something. I, don't, I didn't mind that because I think so much of the film was about to get into that. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. that's what the satisfaction of he's finally in a car, he's yeah, finally yeah. driving away. Thank fuck. Like, it's, but I don't know. Like, I feel like the rest of it though is like just absolutely fantastic. No, I, when, it, when like, it's good, yeah. Oh, fuck me. Like, I adore it. Like, I think it's, it's really It's good. really fun. Bill Hader's cameo is great. Yeah. I like nearly screamed. When I saw him. Absolutely. That was so cool to see him in that. He's so cool. There's so many like fantastic scenes. I love the scene when um he gets like pressed into smoking weed. Yeah. And he's yeah. like that whole sequence I think is be- the sound design of the movie it's great. is yeah, some of the great. absolute best sound design I think I've heard in a movie ever. Yeah. I think it's fucking incredible. No, the technicals are no, like technically right. it's stunning and it's like it, it's weird to say like it's Ari Astanan is like most like Lynchian. Yeah. Which, Lynchian is a word that gets thrown off of fucking everything. I saw people call him one division Lynchian. Yeah. <laughs> but this, to me, I genuinely would say, like, no, like, this is a Lynchian film. Oh, absolutely. Like, 100%, like, David Lynch is, like, you can feel it, especially with some of, like, some of the scenes straight up take things from, like, David Lynch. Yeah, yeah, Like, pieces like the scene um, when the mum, like, puts the brother into the attic and it's that shot where she's, like, walking towards Bo. And the camera like pulls back. That feels like straight out of like a David Lynch movie. Yeah, yeah like yeah. that's exactly something he would do. Or even like, even just some of the other things, like just you know the certain like, the way like some of these characters react. The the guy like who chases Bo yeah. in the forest feels like a David Lynch character. Yeah, just the way he like you know the way he acts. He's very like surreal. The the daughter. Yeah. Honestly, the whole just the whole Nathan Lane stuff in general feels like something you'd see in Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with that, especially with the daughter, because she's, like, she's like always at 10. She's yeah. always, just like, freaking out. Yeah. And it's, like, it just has that feeling all over it, which, and I love that. Yeah. That's, it's such a, an amazing vibe. I just, it's just that third act. It all, oh, it all comes back to the third act. Absolutely. It's, and it's a shame it's like that, because I genuinely, because the rest of it's just incredible. Yeah. 
it's firing on all cylinders and then it just let itself down at the very end. Yeah. It's no, just it's such a shame. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and I'm, it's hard for me to feel anything towards this film that isn't just a general sense of disappointment. Which is sad, because I still really like it. No, yeah, I still really but like it too. clouded by mm. the, just that disappointing ending. I am... It is it is weird too, because as, 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 as negative as I have been about, like, that stuff, I have, over time, warmed up to it. Mm. On rewatch, I did warm up to it. Like, yeah, it is a film yeah. I would recommend to people where it's like... Oh, if absolutely. You, if you did watch it once, if you, you know, you know if you were, if, if, if you enjoyed it even yeah. a little bit, Give it a rewatch. Yeah. Because I do think it will transform in some yeah, ways, like yeah, your yeah. thoughts on it. Because I do think going into it knowing the end point, yeah. knowing where it leads to, is an interesting experience. Yeah. And it absolutely. does, it definitely, I think, elevates it a bit more. Because you can see, like, it is messy, I think, the third act, but I don't necessarily think, like, he didn't have that planned. Yeah. I do think that was always where the film was going to go. Yeah. But I think yeah. the way the film kind of teases it throughout you you don't do that unless you have like that pretty clear in your head it's not that I think the film like just you know comes up with it at the end it's more so that I think the film feels like it rushes to that yeah and that something's missing and it's why like I I, you know you know even if we don't get the full four hour cut Mm. I'd love to see if there is like a you know like a 10-15 minute chunk absolutely that's there that could help it yeah yeah genuinely does feel like a film that just needs it's missing something yeah that end. little bit extra but it all happens at the end yeah which is why I'm like you know that's why I'm like I'm not ready to just disown it because yeah. I'm like the rest of it's fantastic yeah so there is something there it's just maybe there is the director's cut there that will genuinely bring it yeah up. No, I, I'd be very very interested in the director's cut it's, it's not impossible director's cuts can do Zack that Zack Snyder's bow's afraid <laughs> Release the to release the Aster cut. <laughs> no, literally, exactly. <laughs> but you know, it can, it can happen. Directors cuts can like you know massively transform a film like that. And exactly. Like, just yeah, same. exactly. Or like you know, I mean, I mean, the BVS ultimate edition. <laughs> um, Kingdom of Heaven. Yeah. Like a lot of people hated that when it came out, yeah, and then the yeah. directors cut like released on like DVD, and everyone was like, "This is like Ridley Scott's like best movie." Yeah. <laughs> like because yeah, yeah. it, and it's like and I think that film has like half an hour. Yeah, but it adds like so much. But but I mean, I mean, it could be the opposite. I think like Donnie Darko, mm. people agree like the director's cut of that film is shit. Yeah, but the theatrical cut is good. Yeah, which is strange because yeah, it's typically yeah, 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 that like yeah. never happens. Usually, that a director's cut scene as the inferior yeah. movie. It's always, the, but that, but I mean, but I I can see for this movie. I can see Bo was afraid to have like an amazing director's cut. No, I can see the director's cut salvaging yeah. a lot. Even if it's just, only just like, by fleshing yeah. out that final bit. Oh yeah, yeah. Even even if it's like a ten minute mm. thing, I genuinely could be like, yeah, okay. That's oh no, I'd be first in line. That would be yeah. I Absolutely. really, I really hope when the Blu-ray comes out, that is something yeah. the plan. That no, there, is, a, the, there is a cut. I would I'd, love that. Absolutely. Well, make sure that you um, follow us. On Spotify. Follow us on Spotify. I never remember what the word is on Spotify. The word? Is it, like, you know, like, the oh, follow, subscribe? Oh, it's follow, I think. Is it follow? I think. Make sure you rate us five stars. Rate us five stars. Give us a give us a little, like, pat on the head. Give us a kiss. Yeah. Give us five five kisses. Uh, and follow us on uh, Letterboxd. Follow us on Letterboxd. Follow us on Twitter. All the socials. Follow us there. And see ya in a bit. See ya when um, Bowers the Face Director's Cut comes out, hopefully. Either that or Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Probably Transformers. The Director's Cut. Whichever comes first. (laughs) Goodbye. The race is on. Bye. (laughs)